I'm Celeste. I'm the bartender at Trader's Bar here in Farmington. Our hours are Wednesday through Saturday, 4 to 11 on Wednesday and Thursday, and then 4 to midnight on Friday and Saturday. We usually have live music on the weekends. Um, We're always doing something. We've got somebody here or... You know, we're just having a good time. So, website is TragersBar.com. Here at Traegers, it's always pinkies down, thumbs up. All right, well, I'm talking today with Tammy. Gosh, Tammy, uh, what's happening in Encore Coffee Shop? So, first of all, we have a new baker. She is amazing. She also has her own business. Um, it's Aztec River Roots. She bakes in our kitchen. Her name is Winter, and her daughter's name is Valley, and they are the most phenomenal bakers. Very unique things like blue corn raspberry muffins, a lemon blueberry swirl, pound cupcake, uh, serving paninis at lunchtime also with our sandwiches that we have, and we're going to start serving breakfast sandwiches. 315 North Auburn, Farmington, New Mexico. EncoreCoffeeShop.com. Intuest Concepts is the only place in the world for podcast production. Okay, too far. But you can check some of them out for yourself. There's Female Encounters of the Life Kind, its counterpart, Male Encounters of the Life Kind, Reclaiming Culture with A.J. Begay, and, of course, the flagship that started it all, the infamous Wake Up Call. Check out our webpage, interwestconcepts.com. Are you ready to be somewhat impressed? Okay, maybe I'm asking too much. Well, I know at the very least, they do their very best to put a smile upon your face. It's KSJE's Sunday Morning Wake Up Call with Ren and David. Your Sunday morning will never be the same. You're listening to The Wake Up Call on KSJE, Farmington. Great music, superhero type guests, and a giggle or two. Changing the world one smile at a time is Ren and David. <laughs> Here's Ren and David. Back again. But yeah, Millie, Millie, Millie. Good old Millie. Ren, have you been? Uh, I've been pretty good. A little exhausted with the new students, but pretty good. <laughs> you have new students again? Well, it's the beginning of the year. Oh, true. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. So the freshmen are extra new. Yeah. And these freshmen put the fresh in freshmen because oh. they are wild. Nice. Yeah. I remember when I was a freshman, I was actually, when I was a freshman in, in high school, it was actually junior high. So I was the top of the class. Yeah. And it's kind of a strange deal going. And I know the, the, the freshmen have that same way now that they're in high school, but they were the stud monkeys the year prior, right? Yes. Because that was eighth grade, and that was the top of the class. Seventh, eighth grade, top of the class. Yeah. That was how it was in New York. In ninth grade, I was in junior high, top of the class. And then I moved here uh, last nine weeks. And so that was my freshman year. It was like technically just nine weeks. <laughs> of, uh, of being at the lower classmen? Or, yeah, of being here in Farmington as a freshman in high school. Yeah. That was a big shock. Yeah. A little different. Yeah. I survived. Yeah. Barely. You know, well, that's the thing about kids, uh, young kids and teenagers. They are very resilient for sure. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so what is our theme? I know that you like you have tossed me out a mil- You have been like on like a dog on a bone. You've been gnawing on this all freaking week. You've got several planned out, I know. I have. I realized that I could plan uh, playlists while I'm, you know, watching the kids at school. So I've just been <laughs> on it. I try to make at least like three or four a day. I might not be able to keep it up forever, but I thought we could do something a little different. I, you said we might have done this before. Well, then maybe this is an, a second installment. I don't know. I don't know either, but I was thinking movie music. So, I love it. Uh, music from the movies, baby. I love it. Well, you know, we have over 100 shows under our belt, so it's hard to remember. It really is. It's yeah. hard to remember every song we've played. Plus, if you think about the radio, sometimes the best part is hearing one of your favorite songs again. That's exactly right. So I, I try to repeat the best. Get you up toe tapping. Yeah, toe tapping. This first one's pretty good, and it's it's been in the news lately, I guess, 9 to 5? Yeah, uh, well, she's done it, redone it with Kelly Clarkson, or Kelly Clarkson's redone it with her. I'm not sure what the deal is. Nice. It's a little bit more, it's, a little, it's not a country feel to it. It's a little different. I've only heard bits and pieces of Ooh, it. I'm yeah. really excited. That's a song that absolutely, you know, transcends... The movie that it's from. Oh, yeah. I forget. It's a movie song. Dabney Coleman played the boss. Is that the right name for the guy? I don't know. I just know Jane Fonda and... Oh, yeah. Dolly Parton. uh, Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great movie. And boy, does the song... It just shows what a a genius Dolly Parton is. Oh, absolutely. Lives on today. It reflects the movie. Oh, it's just so good. It... I have a condition, Dave. Okay. So when it reaches the point in the song where she goes, they uh, let you dream just to watch him shatter. You're just another rung on the boss man's ladder, but he, you've got dreams he'll never take away. Yes. I always tear up. Do you really? Every time. <laughs> I've tried to listen to it multiple times this morning to get it out of my system. <laughs> nope. Okay, so you don't, I'm not to make fun of you if you tear up then. D- don't make, make fun of me. Yeah, I wouldn't make I'm, fun of you. I understand that kind of stuff. I yeah. have There's certain songs that once in a while will do that very thing to me. Sometimes you need it. That's right. <laughs> I might not do it because I I'm usually get so embarrassed in front of people it supersedes my emotions, but we'll see. <laughs> if right. I do cry, don't make fun of me. I will, I will not. Thank you. Stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping. Out on the streets, the traffic starts jumping with folks like me on the job from nine to five. Working nine to five. Just a step on the boss man's ladder But you got dreams he'll never take away On the same boat with a lot of your friends Waiting for the day your ship will come in And the tide's gonna turn and it's all gonna roll your way 
Okay, well, I did. I think I did my job. I I took your mind off it. I didn't see you tear up. You didn't no, even know it played. No, I didn't even notice it played. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. So we were the... talking about projecting. Mm-hmm. Projecting. It's an old radio thing. Uh, most people don't know or understand it. Maybe they do. I think some of the podcasters today in today's world do. But um, yeah, that's my Tabanese word of the day: project. Project. <laughs> yeah. Project. 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 Yeah. yeah, I'm not a projector. Well, I guess if you do it, you are a projector. You're technically a projector, yeah. But, um, yeah. You think in another time you would have been the town crier? Could have been. Very with, a, like, a, yeah. a bell? <laughs> yeah, could have oh, been. Oh, yeah. I would have loved doing that, as a matter of fact. Me, too. The British are coming. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Revere over here. Yeah, no kidding. All right, well, I'm kind of liking this. This is movie-themed, right? Yeah, it's it's songs from movies. I also have some soundtrack uh, songs in here, but they should, they're not too long, you know? They're not the eight-minute-long soundscape ones. Oh, I'm good with that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right, well, what's the next one you got? And are these movies that you... Did you like the movie 9 to 5? Loved it, yeah. yeah I, did I thought too. it was ahead of its time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and absolutely. I love the... Um, that in the end, when the ladies become fully in charge of the business, it's like this utopia. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, well, that's what would happen if Dolly Parton ran There things. was such great chemistry between the three ladies, Dolly and uh, Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda. The chemistry was just right on point. I completely agree. And, and that's also what made the movie. So, I will admit, this next one, though, I haven't seen the movie it's from. And for years, I did not know it was from a, a movie. It is uh, Live and Let Die. But uh, James Bond, I've seen it. Yeah. Um, it's a decent movie. It's not one of the best, but it's okay. What was it, Moonraker? No. Yeah, no I don't I know. Don't, yeah, me neither. There's a scene where they're in the bayou, which is why halfway through this song, there's like bayou music noises. So, I mean, I don't know. You would be the one to know. I don't remember. It's been okay. so long since I've seen How old is that? That movie's old. 70s? Yeah. Yeah. Live and Let Die. James, I think even... I think that was even uh, Sean Connery. I don't think... I think it was Roger Moore. Oh, oh yeah. It was Roger Moore. You're right. Yeah. He Absolutely. was right after Sean Connery, right? Yeah. Yes. Right after Sean. This was when they were trying to restart up the series. Right. That's right? exactly right. Yeah. I was reading about it. All this information flowing back <laughs> to me. But as a kid, I didn't know it was from a movie. I thought, you know, Wings just was going really hard for no reason. We, it, we hired this orchestra. Is, who is the band? It's Paul McCartney, but yeah. you know, it's Wings. Wings, right. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Yeah. It was good for him, too, I think. Oh, yeah. I think he was always kind of interested in doing film scoring. So yeah. it was his little foot in the door. I don't know if he's done a lot, but he's done this. 
Yeah, he's done this. <laughs> it's there enough. I don't need. I don't know either. Google that while we're on break. I will Google. <laughs> Probably 24 when I learned that that was a James Bond song. And really? everything made sense. Right, right. When you really, uh, well, it's perfect for James Bond, honestly. Yes. 007, License to Kill. Mm-hmm. We've gotten a lot of good songs out of that, that film franchise. Oh, my God, yes. A lot of Oscars, too, for mm-hmm. some, Adele. What a long, I didn't know that. I, Adele got uh, an Oscar? Maybe she didn't. I know Billie Eilish got an Oscar for... Her and her brother got an Oscar for their song in the newest James Bond movie. Really? Yeah. It was pretty cool. And I want to say Adele did, too. Skyfall. Watch it crumble. I didn't realize that was Adele. Yeah, that's Adele. That series, James Ian, 
I think uh, the original author of the James Bond or the 007 books. Yeah. Um, man, he's got to be a multi-billion trillionaire, I would think. Right? Is he still alive? I don't think so. He oh. might be. Yeah, uh, he would have been writing since at least the 50s. Yeah. Uh, is Sean Connery still alive? Because he was the very first He was. Bond. As far Ian Fleming is the writer. Ian Fleming. What did I say? James Ian. Yeah, Ian you, Fleming. You got one of those names, right? Yeah, Ian something. <laughs> Ian Fleming. And uh, let's see. I want to see Sean Connery. Is he, he still alive? He, uh, Ian Fleming was a genius, really. We'll be back after a quick break. Traeger's Bar prides itself in bringing together positive people and sophisticated spirits. A truly welcoming group with New Mexico roots, locally owned and operated. Traeger's offers specialty drinks, classic libations, domestic and craft beers, wine, and cocktails. And for folks feeling a tad peckish, the doghouse is right off the patio with hot dogs, wings, nachos, and much more. Located at 5170 College Boulevard in Farmington, their website is traegersbar.com. It's, it was like the Avengers of its day, right? Oh, like this, absolutely. With his absolutely. little gadgets and his adventures. You know, I want to say, and, I, and don't take this the wrong way, but I think it was more sophisticated than the Avengers. More, does that make sense? Am it, I looking at the right know, word? I know what you mean. Probably a little bit more, like, grounded in reality, definitely. Per, that's it, perfectly. Yeah, yeah because, because it, it could be. It could still be very raunchy and silly. Yeah. But definitely the newer ones are much more streamlined and elegant, I'd say. I have to tell you, I always loved the James Bond girls, women, whatever yeah, you want to call it. The Bond girls. Yeah. Yeah, there was some early ones, too. I mean, um, yeah, well, yeah, when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Teenage boy. That's the, that was the gold standard. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, I, I hear you, too. It was probably a good way for a lot of... A lot of young actresses to get their foots in the door. Yeah, no kidding. All right, well, this is the KSJE. I did it right. Uh, Sunday Woo. morning wake-up call, and we are so glad to be a part of that family. Um, been there. We've been with them now, I don't know what, since the, oh, about six months, nine months. Nine months. Holy, <gasps> holy crap. Holy goodness. Yeah. Holy goodness. Holy goodness. That was so sweet. I say holy crap, and you say holy goodness. Yeah, we're so censored. Well, I work at the school, and all day oh, I'm chiding okay. students on cursing. It's so hard for me to curse these days. Yeah, now see, to me, crap is not a curse word. It's not. I would rather them say that than, you know, the S-H-I-T word. Oh. The seven words you can't say on radio, which is... It's just <laughs> awful. It's, I said to them yesterday, it's despicable how much they were cursing. And they were saying some, like... Really gross slurs. It's like, what is wrong with you? Someone needs to come in here and. I would have never done that you. to no. a teacher. No. I would have. Now I love to give substitute teachers a fit. I mean, I was, I would have been your worst nightmare, but in a good way because I'd be making you laugh or disrupting exactly. class. Yeah. I actually really enjoy those kinds of students. <laughs> yeah. I, if I have to, I'll leave a note, but I give them a little bit of leniency because you know uh, they're just built for a different. Life, you know, yes, they're built right. to entertain. Right. They're not built for school. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I do, I, I have the utmost respect now 
for substitute teachers because mm-hmm. I don't. There was something about when we heard you had a substitute, the kids were like, eh, "Score! Yeah, we're not doing nothing today." <laughs> <laughs> and um, to a degree, I lean into that more than anything. I try to emphasize the kids uh, have some self discipline. Like, okay, here's this assignment. I'm not going to breathe down your neck because I know you're an ad- you're an adult and you know when you can get this done. You know, like right. Oh. Teach them that they've got to do it themselves sometimes. So well, I try I ne- to lean into I, it. I never had a substitute teacher like that. Usually they were, I think they came in with a chip on their shoulder thinking that they were going to be. Tortured. Yeah. So. And I think it's that attitude that gets the kids to want to torture you. Don't come in as the good guy. Come in as, as neutral as you can be. Yeah. I try to make a good rapport right away. Solid point. Yeah. And then they take advantage of you and you have to write a mean note. <laughs> That happens too. What happens when you? What happens when they get a mean note? I just got sent to the office. There was no note. I just got sent to the office. Oh yeah, we can't really do that. Or made stand outside. Made out. I had to stand outside the door. I just don't trust that because I feel like they'll talk to every other student who's coming by. Coming by. They'll you know get into things. Yeah. But see, I don't. I don't believe in that. Even though that would probably be better for some classes. You know, there's just not one kid who ruins it for everyone. I even had one teacher made me sit facing the wall, my chair, like just enough room for my legs, Mm -hmm. facing the wall. Oof. Well, it was fine. I just, you know, I just just started singing (laughs) at the top of my lungs. Uh, Yeah. Mills, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't even know if I could tell a kid to shut up. I just have to be, say, be quiet as loudly as I can. Sometimes I'm like, you kids are lucky. You well, kids are lucky. You know, was, I didn't even have to turn around. I could hear everybody laughing their ass off. You know, that, <laughs> that was my goal, make mm-hmm. somebody laugh. And I could make the whole class laugh. <laughs> and you know what? I don't think that that's a terrible instinct. It just needs to be f- channeled into the right place. Right. When I had the teacher, and I did that in a lot of classes too, but when I had a teacher that grabbed it and ran with it mm-hmm. uh, i have a teacher that i'm still friends with to this day nice um that I, well she she sent me a friend request on facebook years ago and i'm like holy crap mrs magnamy i loved her but she kept me i i said i'm surprised i'd messenger i'm like i'm surprised you'd even talk to me she goes no i always saw potential in you yes and, you know, and that just gave me goosebumps. What a sweetheart. So I, the message I sent back, oh, I'm sorry, I disappointed you. <laughs> ah, no way. I did, I did, but she's like, oh, oh no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, far from disappointment. I think you would fit perfectly. And, you know, if you, I had you as a student and 40, 50 years later, I found out he was a radio guy, I'd be like, oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Well, it's funny because fast forward, uh, when I graduated high school, I, I, I don't know, I was 19, I became a milkman. Okay, yeah. And uh, my boss was her husband. Oh, funny. Now, he's, he wasn't quite as um, understanding as she was, I'll just put it that way. He's a little bit sterner and a lot more quiet. Yes. He, and he, I know he didn't understand my humor at all. <laughs> My humor in the workplace, though, is different than it is uh, out and about. So, yeah, I try to be very careful. Unless I'm in radio, and then the humor, it just flows. Yes. It gets its own specific... What I think is humor. Most other people may not. I don't care. (laughs) I couldn't agree with that more. (laughs) What I think is humor. That's 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 how I feel. 
You Speaking know, of high school. Oh, you got one from high school? I'm ready. Well, uh, well high school song. themed. It's, it's um, one of my all-time favorite soundtrack You're welcome, themes. by the way. For what? For seg- letting you have a segue into this. Thank you for letting <laughs> me have a segue, because I totally did just interrupt you. Were <laughs> no, you, you trying did. to segue? No, I wasn't. I don't know what I was. I was hoping you would interrupt me and take it somewhere else. <laughs> well, then here we go. Well, let's take it back to the future. Oh, this is Marty a, McFly. Yeah. You know, my birthday is on the day that uh, Doc Brown invented time travel, discovered time travel. I did not know that. November 5th. Well, his he discovered it November 5th, 1955. Right. But November 5th, my birthday. So I've always had a special connection to Back to the Future. It also makes me cry every Great time. Scott. <laughs> Great Scott. Great Scott. <laughs> oh, when George Sr. leans down and he goes... Are you okay? And she just looks up at him. Oh, my God. Okay. Here, here you go. This is one of the all-time great American movie themes, I think. We'll be back after a quick break. Is your to-do list too much of a load? Is your business piling up? Well, you're in luck. Have you heard the scoop on the poop group? Whether it's poop stool, duty dump, whatever happens at your dog's rump, we'll take care of it. We are Farmington's one and only poop scooper. We provide weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly pet waste removal services. Call or text 505-330-0081 to schedule your poop scooping today. Don't be fickle with your fecal matter. Call the poop group, where your dog's business is our business.
don't you just feel like you went on a whirlwind adventure? I do. I do. <laughs> I, I, do. I, I don't know. The, watching you uh, explain things during this song was even better, though. Yeah. <laughs> what were we talking about? We're going to have to get a YouTube, or we're going to have to get a video camera soon. Yes. Because you are just way animated. You know, we could even just get on Twitch and do live streams. That might be fun. Yeah, now see, I don't twitch. I mean, <laughs> well, I would I hope do, not. I, would, I itch, but I don't twitch. <laughs> I, I've never used Twitch. I have used uh, TikTok mm-hmm. and the other one, Instagram. I think. Yes. And have, then, you, have you ever gone live on any of those platforms? Uh, I have. No, I have. Um, Facebook. Facebook, I've gone live several times. I have it on uh, TikTok, and I have it on uh, Instagram either. But. Um, Almost. Is it Instagram? That's the one that I do with my grandson. Yeah, Instagram's, I would say definitely. Snapchat. No, Snapchat's the one I do with my grandson. Okay, I don't know if, I don't know much about Snapchat. We're both out of date with the apps, I guess. You're, you're more active online than me, for certain. The uh, Instagram, I very seldom ever go on. That's kind of the Facebook. It kind of took over Facebook, in my opinion. But is, Facebook is the owns deal? them. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's a subsidiary or something, Facebook. Yeah. Um, uh, they all have that live feature, and Twitch is pretty much just like a um, platform that specializes in live streams. And it's predominantly for like gamers. They'll play a game, and right, you, right. you can see their face down there, and you can watch them play the game. And they talk to their fans, and they they have fun. But it can be for anything. There's people who you know live stream baking. There's people who live stream um, exercise routines, so you can join in an exercise routine. So we could live stream what we're doing right now. We could. And then, you know, we could take requests from the comments if we were lucky enough to have a big stream of comments. But Oh, we should try it sometime. I think it would be fun. People can be mean on there. Yeah, it's all right. We're, we're meaner. <laughs> It'll be like water on a duck's back. No, it hurt my little feelings. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, being. A, I know. I always talk about it, but just being a substitute has steeled me to so many insults. People would have to get pretty specific to really hurt my feelings. You used to be a little touchy. I did. Yes. Yeah. When we first met, you were a little touchy. I was much different. Yeah. You know. You have, you have manured a lot. Manured. <laughs> you know what I have? I've really waded through. Uh, the the joke is manure. I've waded through the <laughs> the trials and tribulations of my life. <laughs> See, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you know, um, it, it, it it's so nice to have a friend like you because I've been able to see growth in you, and plus you keep me kind of grounded. I think. Thank you. I think that's the best way I know how to put that. Well, I take I really appreciate that. I I try to be grounded. Yeah. You can't always be. Sometimes you got to let your head in the clouds, but. Yeah, no, I agree. Thank you. I uh, think you keep me grounded too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a self admiration society that we have. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, that's, that's my favorite song from Singing in the Rain. I liked it. R.I.P. Debbie Reynolds, we love you. I, I, you know what? I do. I do like Debbie Reynolds quite a bit. You said you had an interesting little fact about her. I don't know if it's a fact, but it's a story I've heard, an anecdote, if you will. Okay. Um, a fan was getting her autograph, and she said, do you want Gene Kelly's signature, too? I know it. <laughs> and he, he'd been dead, but she knows it. I don't remember what the fan did, but I would go, yes. <laughs> and I would yeah. tell everyone that story. Absolutely. You know, that's kind of cute. Because I, did, I do like Gene Kelly's rendition of that song better. Yeah. Um, only because it's Gene Kelly. Not that oh. she didn't, didn't do it justice. She did a great job. Yeah. Um, but, I, I'd say the difference is her version in the film is much more polished as, it, as it's supposed to be for the story. And his is just like that pure joy feeling. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell he's having a good time doing it. Um, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I agree. All right, so it's movie theme today on uh, the Sunday morning, the KSJE Sunday morning show. Mm-hmm. And so, and Rin has a whole bunch of movie themed music, right? I do. And you know Is how much I love Is that what we're going to call movies. the show, movie themed? Um, I, I, it's called, <laughs> I called it movie music magic. Okay, I love that. I thought you were going to say madness there for a minute, but I like magic even better. Me too, because uh, I think. You know, m- music in general is magic, but those songs that come from movies, oh, are such a different thing. I can't tell you how many times on road trips I listened to a soundtrack in lieu of watching the movie, and I could, like, picture the scenes, and, oh, yeah. oh I would give myself chills just thinking about it. Yeah, I, there are certain songs that come on that I immediately think of the movie. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Footloose. Uh, Back to the Future is one of those that, you know, when a song out of from there, like... The one that uh, he, that uh, he does in the end, playing the guitar, the, the uh, Johnny Be Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime I hear that song, whether I play it on the radio, I picture him playing, laying on, you know, just jamming, and then looking up in the audience, just like, huh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, your you, kids are gonna love it. Your kids are gonna <laughs> love it, and I love that. It's me, your cousin, Marvin, Marvin Barry. Yeah, yeah. Listen to this. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, oh he calls gosh. Chuck. That's funny. Yeah, I, I love that, that joke. Yeah. I was genuinely sad when they didn't do a, a remake in 2015 because you know it would have been exactly like 30 years after the original. Oh, and then the 19, you know, Marty right. McFly went back 30 years. So I was like waiting for a remake where, and no one would have liked it. Everyone would have said it was like an insult to the original movie. But I would have loved it if they made a remake <laughs> where Marty McFly's son goes back to 1985. <laughs> Yeah, that'd have been great. That would have been cool. Absolutely. All right, so it's uh, ma- music madness, uh, movie music madness, movie music magic, magic madness, ma- ma- madness. This is why it's I like did the triple M. Yeah, I did the triple quadruple M because I knew quadruple M. Yeah, it's uh, I did it just to confuse you. No, well, you know, let me just let me I, I, let me go back. Uh, I've ha- I've done this. I did this back in the 90s, and I did it when I was at Pirate, where you were at. Yes. Mills Mobile Munchies. Mills Mobile Munchies. So, you know, where I delivered donuts, and then for, at Pirate, I delivered uh, burritos, breakfast burritos from, uh, from Habanero Grill. Yeah, I remember that. That was so nice. But, um, you know, I, I would, it was like, I had this whole theme about, are your Mondays mundane? <laughs> Turn them magnificent with Mills Mobile Munchies. Ah! <laughs> so this is right up that alley. Yeah, exactly. So I love it. But thank you. I like to. I like the funny little titles. 
Um, this next song is, uh, it's really great that it became such a beloved mainstream movie, the movie that this next song is from, because uh, this is from Hairspray, which I don't know if you know the musical Hairspray. I do. I know of it. With Tracy Turnblatt. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I've seen bit, clips and pieces of it, bits and pieces of it. Do you know the director, John Waters? I do not. Oh, very outsider artist. He's a tall man with a thin little mustache. He wears these elaborate suits. And he's always made these, like, grungy, gross indie movies early, early on, like, 70s. And um, he was best friends with someone he grew up with, a drag queen named Divine. And a movie they made later on in their career, because you can see him get better with every movie. It's fascinating. They made Hairspray where Divine played the mother and John Waters was basically making fun of 1960s uh, Americana culture. But it got turned into a very mainstream modern musical that still held all of the same, um, you know, pro-liberal ideas. And John Waters sees that as his greatest accomplishment. He snuck into the mainstream and, and like, got his ideas in there. And now they uh, do Hairspray in high schools for high school musical productions. Yeah, yeah, it's very popular. Yeah, anyway, I love Hairspray, and one of the things, one of the messages it tackles is racism, how, you know, black people are just treated differently in our society, and how uh, their music, their art, is taken from them and given to white singers to do it. There's this, uh, that's what this song illustrates. It's also a great little song, but... It's from Hairspray. And what's the name of the song? It's called The New Girl in Town. Ooh, I, I remember this song and I like it. You, you know this one? Yeah, Where I halfway do. through you hear the, the black ladies do it. Yeah. And Queen Latifah's like, why shouldn't they sing it? They wrote it. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. I've been the new girl in town a few times.
That song on its own has some really good comedic beats, too. We, we are going to have to start doing some videos soon. With my because, little dancing. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. My little kitty cat hands. Yeah. 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 And your, you. and your uh, pink uh, fingernail polish, I noticed. Yes, I Not did. long this time, but... No. Uh, I, uh, they are, fell are those, off. Are they your natural nails? They are. Yeah. Would you believe it? Well, yeah, well, see, those are just as pretty as the others. Thank you. But you must like them longer. I like them longer, and I like that the acrylics don't chip. See uh, how these are chipping? Which is fine. You know, I just, at school, I just kind of repaint them daily. But on the weekend, it's like, oh. Eh, yeah. eh. <laughs> so. I did not notice them chipping. Most people don't. They match my microphone uh, cord, though. They do. They match <laughs> my, my toenails, too. <laughs> I've got a mani-pedi. A mani-pedi. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, good. Thank you. That's uh, next on my goal is to do that. I want to have a, a, man, a pedicure. I, have you ever been to a salon and had a pedicure? Yes, that used to be a really common activity for me and my dad to do, actually. Oh, there's something about... Where the, it, it, the, now, the ones that I've had, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if they still do it, but like massage the back of your calf and... Some places do. Oh. Yeah, a lot. Those places are my favorite. Oh. I can remember just melting in the chair. Yes. You know, and I have kind of ticklish feet, but it never bothered me for them to, Mm-mm. you know, they rubbed oil on my feet and, you know... It's a complicated set of muscles down there, you know. They're like, uh, I don't know what you'd call them, but they're experts of, of like... Knowing what to do. Yeah, <laughs> how to treat the feet without hurting them or whatever. It's important. I still go back to that comedian that does, you want long nail? Yeah. You want long nail? That's why you have no boyfriend. (laughs) I would, I've, you know, I've never actually gotten a full set of acrylic nails at a salon before, though. I only ever do the press-ons. Oh, I bet they're expensive at a salon. Yeah, and you got to get them redone. Oh. Because they're, you know, fused to your nail pretty good. Like, that's what makes them strong. But, you know, when your nails grow out, you got to get what they call a fill, so... Man, are we just a wealth of information? We are. Welcome to the wealth of information. This used to be the Sunday morning wake-up call in KSJE, but now we're... (laughs) The wealth of information? The wealth of information. Screw the music. (laughs) No, I know. Screw the music. Okay. No, but this next song is going to be really good. It's from one of my favorite musicals. You mean the other ones haven't been really good? Um, No, the other ones have been terrible in comparison to this one. Okay. Of of course I'm kidding, but... (laughs) This one in particular is one of my all-time just favorite songs in general uh, from West Side Story. Oh. Yeah. Is and this the one, the main one, where they... No. As okay. I adore um, Tonight and Maria and all those, but this is one that I think people tend to overlook. It's America. You know America? I, I like to not. be in America. I, I, well, I, yes, I do then. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's an earworm. Once you hear it, you never really forget it. And I adore the original version because, of course, Rita Moreno sings it. She, I love Rita. Yeah. She won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress for her role as Anita. Um, but she would admit that she did not like the lyrics that they had written for the beginning of America because she thought they were very insulting to her home country. She's from Puerto Rico. And um, I, had, I really liked the new 2021 remake of West Side Story. So much more respectful Easier to watch when there's actually Puerto Rican people in there representing their culture and not sure. people covered in grease paint. 
<laughs> so, so I'm going to play uh, the 2021 version, which has more respectful lyrics. Um, Rita Moreno was, of course, in this movie, so it was you know, with her approval and everything. Uh, now, but, is, is this her singing? No, it's Ariana DeBose. DeBose? I'm not sure how to say it. But Probably she, DeBose. Yeah, DeBose. She also won the uh, Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress for her role as Anita. Oh, sweet. And uh, rightfully so. There was a point in the movie where she says, you forget I'm in America. And me and my mom looked at each other and gasped because she's so dang enchanting. <laughs> okay, without further ado. Do-do. Without further ado, do. Organized crime in America Terrible time in America You forget I'm in America Oh, 
I think I go back to San Juan. I know a boat you can get on. Bye bye. Everyone there will give big cheers. Hey. Everyone there would have moved here. Dave, I told you earlier I should just make a YouTube channel so I can make 45-minute-long videos about whatever I want. Yeah, I agree. My first one is going to be about how much I love the 2021 version of West Side Story. <laughs> I know, you're just like... I'm like clutching my heart like, <laughs> oh, Dave, it's so, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I got that impression. I, you know, it's, I have, now I have several that I'm going to have to watch. You said this one, that one's uh, available on Disney+. Plus. I'm yes. sure uh, Back to the Fu- the first Back to the Future is available on something. Something. Um, was that a Fox movie? Uh, I thought it was a, yeah, 20th Century Fox. Yeah. Was it 20th Century Fox? Well, then Disney owns it now. Yeah. So it very well might be on Disney Plus, <laughs> yeah. too. You know, I've had a hard time going to Disney Plus. I don't know why. I'm kind of a Netflix guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're wanting so much more for Disney. I don't know. I'm no, I'm with you. The plus with Disney Plus is they're they're never going to go away, right? You know, once um, Netflix movies cycle out, right? But they're not going to do that on Disney because Disney owns that stuff. Um, but I'm with you. I find that I really don't use Disney Plus that much unless I want to watch a specific Disney. And thing. then I yeah, I don't mind paying for them for that movie. Like I think I don't remember, but Pig. I bought that one. Pig, yeah. And uh, there's another one that I bought I, that I know, I think it was a Disney Plus movie. I don't remember now which one it was, but it's one of those oddball ones that I just bought to watch because I hadn't seen it in a long time. Yeah, yeah. That well, you... actually, it was, I could rent it for three ninety nine or, or buy, buy it. it for four ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. I've done that exact thing, and I'm going, well, I might as well buy it. Yeah, that's the way it was with Pig. And have you seen Pig yet? No, I haven't. I'm still so hesitant because everyone's like, Lauren, it'll make you cry. My sister saw it. It will make it, you cry. And yeah. I visited her last weekend, and she said, Lauren, don't watch it. Yeah. So I had, like, two completely opposite recommendations. We'll be back after a quick break. Joseph M. Wanted with the Constitutionalist Politics. Tune in for the upcoming episode for May 4. Issue, never the issue. As well as, yes, Peter Serafin, Rosemary Downer, Don Gallade, Gista the Rapper, Cy Young, Jason Perry, and upcoming Jack Hagar, Andrew Thorpe King, Trent Rock, Ed Temple, Chris Morehouse, and more. Please tune in to Constitutionalist Politics. God bless. 
it is it's a good movie, mm-hmm. but it'll make you cry in a couple of different places. And I like honestly, in the middle and at the end. I know the plot already. I've read the plot online because I'm a big spoil sport. Yeah. And I have Lauren senses, Ren senses, and they go off when I know something's going to upset me. And Pig was setting One all of, of them off. So I read the plot online and I went, aw, but that's kind of beautiful too. So. Nicolas Cage does such a great job. Yes. Um, I think... You know, I, I loved all his, everything he's been in. I've enjoyed. There hasn't been one thing that I haven't liked, but there's something about this one. Maybe it's because the character his he's playing is the character that I wouldn't mind being. Mm. You know, like an a, an old hermit with the long hair, and you know, you know, leave me the hell alone. I want to come and sing a song somewhere on stage, but then yeah. when I'm done, I want to go and you know, leave me alone. Yeah. live outside on the outskirts of Portland, Oregon. Something. That's what was so interesting when I read the plot online, too, is how almost metropolitan urban the story is, but it's framed as though you're watching this mountain man in the 1800s. Yeah. Wow, that was some good vocabulary you just rolled out on me. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) I've been talking to Millie. (laughs) You're... Your uh, teacher side is coming out. Yes. Like I said, despicable. I called their cursing despicable yesterday. <laughs> that is so funny. Your cursing is despicable. Now, I'm going to ask you something. The words that they used, how many times have you used them? Zero. I can confidently say. Oh, really? No, they were saying some bad words. Like, oh, wow. Like uh, the N-word. Oh, no, no, no. I can't handle that. And yeah. neither can I. I hated it. Oh, every time they did it, I just scolded them. To me, that's worse than the F word. Me too. Exactly. That's why when they say the words that I say in private, I always say, language, censoring yourself is an important life skill, you know, and I'm on it. I'm kind to them. But when they say the slurs, mm -mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. No, that's no tolerance. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Well, good for you then. Thanks. I got the admin in. I reported their behavior and the admin came in all scary, like, I'm here to watch you guys. And you could see all the joy <laughs> drain you know, out of their faces. I, I will tell you that uh, it's just they're trying to shock you. Yeah. Uh, or they think it's cool and they don't know well, how maybe, much. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe that's it too. But Yeah, that's, that's a word I was taught very early. You never say that. No. Plus, the only times when I was a kid I would hear it used was, you know, like in movies when a bad guy was you know, chasing down somebody and was a racist jerk. That's the only time I'd ever heard it used. So it's just such a nasty word to me. I don't get why they use it. I had a mother-in-law that used it. I had a good friend when I lived in Texas who was black, and she used it all the time in referring to him. And I'm like, what? Do you, what that's not a good word. I used to get sideways with it. She's like, well, that's, that's what I was taught. That's how we grew up. And I said, well... You need to teach yourself differently because that is not a good word. I, I am, yes, definitely of the opinion no one should say it. I agree. I definitely know it's different for, you know, African-American people. You know, the idea of reclaiming it. Um, I've heard it in movies recently. You know, in the newest Jordan Peele movie, Nope, with the, the creepy alien. Yeah, I've, I've, I've almost Ooh. watched that a couple of times. Ooh, if you're in the mood, watch it. But the, there's a brother and sister duo, and they're both black. And they, she uses that word occasionally to refer to him, but it's always in like a very passing, casual, or positive manner. So like seeing it in that way, I can understand it. I still would prefer no one say it. But at a degree, they have a different, you know, the black 
population of America has a different relationship with that word than I do. Exactly. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm still, let's get rid of nastiness that was in the past. Let's, let's, uh, let's all try to love one another. Yeah. Never forget, but forgive. That's right. Good. Solid point. Thank you. Never forget, but forgive. But forgive. Let it shape you. Mm-hmm. We need to learn history so that we don't repeat it. Also, we need to accept that we can change and get better. That's right. What you got next there? This one's just sort of a nice little palate cleanser. This is my mom's all-time favorite. Uh, 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 um, uh, I've lost the word. John Williams is one. Michael Giacchino, a uh, composer. A composer. Hans Zimmer. This is a cornfield chase from Interstellar. And I thought it was fun because it doesn't so much build a narrative the way the Back to the Future theme does. It builds sort of like a soundscape and, and then a mood that comes from that. So I think it shows how uh, movie scores are changing. Cornfield Chase. What's, what was it called? It's called Cornfield Chase because in the, that's the point in the movie where a character is chasing another character through a cornfield. Okay. Yeah. I just felt like I ran through a cornfield. Good. So nice job. Well, I mean, there's other <laughs> no, things. There's a lot going on in that scene. Have you ever seen say, Interstellar? I have not. Ooh, really good sci-fi movie. I'm not a big sci-fi fan. It has to be certain, like... You know, I like Star Trek and... Uh, it's more on the Star Trek side. Okay, well, then I could probably handle it's it. It's okay. definitely more science-based. I wouldn't say okay. everything's accurate, but yeah, Interstellar kind of reminds me of... And I like of, the monsters sometimes, you know, yeah. it just depends. No monsters. It reminded me of 2001, A Space Odyssey. Okay, more. that I could probably handle, yeah. 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 It was kind of that airy kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I could probably handle that all right. Interstellar's more of a man versus nature kind of story, definitely. 
I, I just, I'm going to tell you, a big tall guy just walked by the door here. Oh, yeah? Cowboy hat. Oh, yeah? With a leash. Walking a chihuahua. <laughs> the guy had to be my size. Red leash. Big guy. Muffin, stud muffin looking guy. Yeah. With his wife. Walking a chihuahua. A little tiny chihuahua. <laughs> yeah, I would have loved to have a picture <laughs> Hey, there's there's nothing unmanly about loving a good dog. No, no, but the leash is an overkill, kind of like yeah. your mom had with her dog. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's a bit of an overkill. <laughs> and you know what? I it think work that... out for the dog, though. It's dragging the leash. <laughs> right. My mom will put a leash on them purely for show and then let them go. All right. Well, listen, we're at the end of the program. We're at the end of our leash. I'm so glad we've had this time together. Have you got a profane thought? I sure do. So this one today, it's going to come to us from a very lovely person known as Patrick Ness. You do not write your life with words. You write it with actions. What you think is not important. It is only important what you do. Man, that is deep. Thank you, yeah. All right, well, listen, it's been great. I enjoyed this one. We'll, uh, maybe we'll do this one again. We'll make it another one. Oh, I can find a million songs for you. Perfect. All right. Well, Ren, thank you. Have a good day. We'll see you uh, next week. Yeah, see you next week. How much fun was that? Every week, Ren and David will bring you informative fun, maybe a musical guest or two, and you'll always get a load of laughter. Answered emails, rants, raves, community thoughts, and so much more. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of their wonderful sponsors. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, new episodes are available every Monday morning at 1 a.m. And they would love to hear from you at thegenerals.wakeupcall at gmail.com. This has been a Interwest Concepts, Inc. production. All rights reserved. Be excellent to each other. Always wear your clean underwear.